Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast? Yes, Eric. Yes, we do. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in in Collecting. Collecting where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. We're, we're back. We are. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a, an interesting time because we had, we had our first bonus pod uh, last week, which was some, um, some additional Toy Fair coverage. We had that, that cool little interview with uh, the amazing Etchman. Um, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it was it was really neat, especially on the, you know, he was just watching him sketch people it was crazy. But I'm burying the lead here because we have a very special guest with us. today. We do. We episode. do. Um, today's guest needs absolutely no introduction here in the toy world. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you've no doubt watched at least one of his videos on YouTube or, or seen his posts on Instagram. We're, of course, of course, talking about Toy Shiz. Hello. Thank you for having me on. And yes, you better have all watched at least one episode or else my metrics will tell me otherwise. No, but thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks thank for you. coming. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, man. Everyone staying healthy and, and alive, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, so far so good. That's yeah. good. I, th- I think that, the, that the, the name of this episode should be po- Podcasting at Home with Toishas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Healthy, healthy uh, podcasting, social post- podcasting. Yeah, so we were talking just before we, we press record, but this is an interesting, uh, interesting episode for, for Dave and I as well, because we've never done this podcast remotely, and I'm currently sitting in our normal space alone, and, and Dave is, is probably trapped in his room somewhere. Oh, I, as I've been for the past 10 days or so, so... And I'm actually on the beach in California right now, just chilling out, so this is, it's perfect. I did bring the garbage out today, so that was that was exciting. <laughs> I moved the car. That was that was my uh, my exciting adventure today. Oh, I should do that. I'll just like flip it onto the other side of the street later. I think. <laughs> well, before before we dive too deeply into all of the um, the the effects of uh, of staying at home on the toy world, but before we dive into all the topics and and ask you all the fun fun questions we always like to ask our guests um what what toys are you really excited about right now and what's your latest pickup Ooh, well okay the latest latest pickup uh amazon i, I didn't think it was coming because you know they keep saying oh amazon's not sipping or shipping non-essentials but that venom the marvel legends uh the fan channel one showed up at my door yes yeah yesterday so i took a look at him Last night, it's a it's a great figure. It's the Monster Venom repainted, so it's not a whole heck of a lot different. But um, I like it. I, you know, I mean, I'm a big Venom fan, so he's very cool. And uh, things I'm excited about coming. Um, <laughs> I like that new Toei Spider Man that they showed up. The Japanese Spider Man. You guys, hell know yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah, that's really cool. The emissary from hell himself. Right? Yeah. I, <laughs> Uh, somebody sent me the images and i'm like finally like uh, finally like you know what i mean like you, you you'd think there'd be a ton of figures for this and 
there's really not. And uh, they, I think they nailed it. I would have preferred uh, black mark, you know, the the spider webs on him. Um, but I think he looks great. I, yeah, I, I, I love that iteration of Spider-Man. And I love all the the pieces that come with him too. So like the the wrist gear, the like wearable wrist gear. You can get the the mech that he that he uh, pilots. It's, yeah, they went like full in on <laughs> on that that little line. I know, I'm, and I'm glad they do that. You know what I mean? Like you know, sometimes you get like a basic version or something like that and they go oh you know we decided to do another one here's uh, version two and then version three you're like oh my god just just give me the one straight out the gate i only need one i don't need five of these things <laughs> you know what I'd, I'd be willing to bet that there was a little bit of a rise in popularity of that spider-man following the toys that made us documentary or the the yeah. when, they, when they showed like the power rangers stuff because i honestly i had no idea that that thing existed until i watched that episode of the show it it's so interesting to know that like whole story that you know with power rangers with this spider-man show it heavily influenced it and then you know super sentai and then power you know it's it's like things that you would never think go together but ultimately you're like oh yeah that that totally makes sense i I had never known i needed to see that until i saw that it exists (laughs) yeah it's a bat poop crazy show but it's amazing (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is it is absolutely wild absolutely wild 100 percent so, wild and sh and having uh sh figure arts make it like that's that's the the brand that should be making that that toy for yeah for sure. <laughs> and you know with it uh with the character rumored i mean it's like heavily rumored and i think the director you know posted a teaser about it if i remember correctly but uh for spider-verse 2 i'm sure we will see a lot more of that that's on the docket to make so to speak you know like hey push this character so i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah i mean especially with 2099 being the stinger character like if they could bring that back too that would be fantastic yeah Those are, like two oh, I of the best kind of rando spider-man i wouldn't mind a whole 2099 line like ghost rider hulk all those characters that were wild in the nineties, just yeah, Punisher, complete... the doom yeah. one. Like they were all crazy. Yeah. Shit. While we're talking about that, I want the, uh, the ultimate spider, the, um, unlimited Sp- Spider-Man unlimited. The, the one that was like the pseudo sequel to the animated series. That yeah. Like, kind of yeah. like a okay. hybrid 2099 looking Spider-Man show was awful. It's like super That's... weird. And there's like, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's like it's, it's like the island of Doctor Moreau in space. It's very strange. I'll tell you when I uh, when I was younger and it was at uh, San Diego Comic Con. It was like right after uh, the original Spider Man the animated series had finalized, and I was at Comic Con and somebody goes, "Oh, have you seen that they're doing a sequel to Spider Man the animated series?" And I'm like, "No way! Like that's all, like because what happens to Mary Jane and like all that kind of stuff and." They go, oh, it's at the booth. So they point me in the direction. I go over the booth. And I remember looking at, they had all the, the character designs like on this wall. And I'm like, what am I, like even as like a little kid, I was like, what am I looking at here? Like they had the Green Goblin. And I'm like, what are they going to, is is that normal? Like, is that the one from the show? And then, you know, Spider-Man had a new costume. And I remember the guy telling me about it. He's like, yeah, it's going to be great. You know, he's going to go up against like this new bestial. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> Yeah. It's so 
not very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. People got mad at me. I posted about that. They go, it's like the best show ever. I'm like, are we talking about the same show? Are we, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, when I saw it was on Disney Plus, I actually like I'd been watching, uh, you know, standard deaf copies with my with my daughter, showing her, you know, the the Spider Man cartoons. And when I saw that they had added that to Disney Plus at launch, I was like, oh, you got to see this. And I remembered it completely different when from when I was a kid. Yeah, and I turned it on, and she she was like, "Can we watch the other Spider Man, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this to me?" Which is funny because the first ones I went to were uh, Spider Man and his amazing friends because that's what I remember. That was my first Spider Man cartoon. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's need, still we... it's still weird. It's still that one still holds up too. though. It holds up, yeah. <laughs> and talk about two figures that we need. That would be a hell of a uh, a two pack for Marvel Legends getting the uh, the other two friends for Spider Man. Right? Yeah, wouldn't mind. Uh... You know, I wouldn't mind actually like completing certain teams like once in a while. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, we we get them every once in a while, like Alpha Flight and things like that. But uh, yeah, that would be that would make for a great uh, shelf candy. Yep, for sure. So yeah. so, so speaking of going back, let let's go back to to before there was Toyshes. How did you start this? Um, honestly, you know, I, I and I, I've worked in you know marketing and everything for. For quite some time, this was like, what is it like? Almost, I think we're going on like almost four years now, something like that. But it was more like, okay, I'll start an Instagram, like I call it like a Funstagram, you know what I mean? Like where you just here's all my dumb toys that I play with, you know what I mean? And this is this is what I have, and you know, you just kind of like, oh, show off, I guess you could say. But um, I I like to invoke a lot of humor and like. You know, you you never want to like take this stuff too seriously, or else it gets like really weird. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to have fun, and you got to be engaging. And so that's what I try to usually bring to this is just like, you know, here's what's in everybody's collection. Like everybody's got different stuff, but it's really cool because like sometimes I see a lot of people's photos, and like, oh man, like, and you're like on eBay late at night, and you're like, ah, oh, I did see that one guy had one. I need one. You know what I mean? So it's cool to see everybody's. Uh, collection so when i started it i had no idea that it would eventually turn in, it, into this you know what i mean and it turns into like here's news and you start working with different companies and it's i'm very thankful for everything and i appreciate everyone's support and everything else and you know it's it's been a blast i can't you know to go from here's my fun in, uh, instagram and then now i'm at toy fair you know it's it's amazing so very appreciative of that yeah, well, I mean, you you do a great job of of doing just that, of kind of working that humor into it. I mean, even even right out of the gate, your your name, you know, the fact that it's toy shiz and it's kind of a play on words, and you know, it looks like the old toy biz logo. Like the the humor is there at the get go, and I, I think, you know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why before you know Dave and I started this podcast, I you know, I was following you and getting toy news from you. So I mean, oh, okay. it's yeah, I think well, it was. I think it was like a Comic Con, maybe a, the the previous San Diego Comic Con with, uh, like WWE. The WWE panel, I think, was where I was like, "Oh, I've heard of this account. Yes, I need to." <laughs> I I always I joke with the it. WWE wrestling guys and everything. Like I'm like I, I'm sorry if I ever because for me wrestling, I I was never much into wrestling figures. I had some of the older ones from the '80s. My brother had some, uh, but. You know, I watched it when like Stone Cold, The Rock, and everything else. So every time I see a new wrestler, I have to like look it up. And be like, okay, this is that person's name because I'm used to like 
you know, because, you know, The Rock, Stone Cold says so in The Rock and Triple H and, like, all that kind of stuff, which I don't really do any of that anymore, I guess. But, um, yeah, I try to cover wrestling as best as I can. I always joke around with the Mattel guys. I'm like, you hate me yet? <laughs> I mean, I, I would say it's, well, it's you do well. That's kind of like where where Eric left off, too. And it's, you know, that's me picking up kind of the current stuff for him for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in, in, I'll ask you again. In, in, in wrestling and all the figures and stuff, have you collected it for like years and years, or is it something like relatively new, or have you like kind of started and then you stopped? You, you know what I mean? Like, because I know there's like, I mean, what are they on? 107 waves or something like that now? Or yeah, 107 crazy. of the basic, and I think it's like 75 of the elite. And yeah. um, I'm just back into it. When those those retro ones came out, the ones that looked like the old Hasbro ones. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And then now that those don't exist anymore, just picked up back onto the elites. But my wrestling figure shopping was for actually for Eric when when he was younger. Hmm. Yeah, I was big into the um really into those jacks uh those jack specific waves. You know, like the the first ones, the w- w- bone crunch in action. I think they were <laughs> was were the yeah. lines, but yeah. But like back, same thing back when like you know we still had Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Triple H and Stone Cold and the Ro- and Rocky Maivia. You know, before he was even the Rock, like yeah. that was that was really the heyday for me. So I I can relate a lot to what you know, what you're saying when it comes to wrestlers, especially like when we went to toy fair, unfortunately, Dave couldn't be there both days. I was there Saturday and and he was, he was there with me on Sunday. And of course, Saturday was the day that we had the appointment at Jazzwares. And he's oh. like, he's like hardcore, like prepping me before I went into the, the booth because I hadn't even walked by it. And he's like, do you, do you know what the wrestlers look like? Do you know which ones are going to be there? Thankfully, they had a piece of paper on the wall outside that just showed you which wrestlers are going to be there. And I, I just sent him a picture of it. I was like, I think I can manage. I got this. nice. Yeah. That's, that's all you need. As long as they got posted pieces of paper, you're set. You just wing it. You're like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I know all about the stone rock and Steve Austin and all that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, for me, it was mostly pops uh, before that, before I got back into like the Mattels and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm not, I mean, I do, uh, I do talk about them every once in a while. Usually the ones that I think are like cool because I, there's thousands of those things and they pop up soon. There's like a new one every day. Like here's Monday's, uh, seven pops that we designed. Um, but, uh, I never have gotten into pops. I have one or two. They've been like gifts and stuff that I've, uh, kept, but I know people love those things and they, you know, I can appreciate a good looking design toy all the time. I can confirm it escalates quickly. <laughs> it escalates to the point where you can't stack it anymore and it falls over that's how quickly it escalates <laughs> i'm watching something uh teeter as we speak so you just found dead in your house two weeks later like killed by pops that would that'd be awful <laughs> but you know there are you know it's a great point because like a com- companies out there like funko you know we, you have these kind of shared licenses across these different brands and there's so many different aspects of the industry to cover so like when you're mixing in humor and then all of a sudden you kind of have this journalistic you know pseudo like marketing role with the account yeah you know, how how does that like how does that develop? <laughs> How do you go from being like the guy making jokes about stuff that's on your shelf to the guy that's breaking stories for literally the internet? <laughs> I, you know, I don't, 
I don't really have an answer. I don't know. It's like, um, you know, in, 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 let's say working for uh, an old marketing agency, you know, I was, uh, the guy that would literally like call up, you know, models and, and schedule them and then, uh, do craft services table and like kind of organize photo shoots and stuff. So it kind of developed from that. You kind of have to have like this, like, I call it like Hollywood kind of like, Hey, yeah, you gotta, you gotta use got to be engaging. You don't want to write like, hey, it's Spider-Man and he's coming out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. You want to be able to to tell everyone real quick. You know what I mean? Like, here's Spider-Man. Here's uh, you know, the price. That doesn't always work. I don't really like to talk about price a lot because that changes so often. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when, uh, you know, a major thing that I like to post about is when there's sales. And my main thing is helping people locate those things. You know what I mean? I like when saving people money because there's so many good things, but if you can save cash, that's, uh, that's all the more important. I feel like, you know, you don't have to blow a bunch of money on $80 figures when they're going to end up being like $5 at Ross. You know what I mean? Like, and we've all been there, I'm sure. But, um, no, I think it's, I just, I've always thought it's important that if, if, if you want to catch people's attention, you just got to be clever or, at least, you know, let them know that you know what you're talking about. A lot of people, you know, when I write something, they'll say, oh, no, it's this. And I'm like, I don't really know how to answer you because I've never heard what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, well, you know, sometimes I'll go look it up, too. And I'll go, uh, I can't find what you're looking for. Or else I'll go, oh, I guess there's that one instance that, you know, I think, what did I call it? I posted about the, the, Arkham, the McFarlane Arkham Knight. Uh, figure and they go oh no it's Arkham Asylum Batman it's not Arkham Knight I'm like I know I was trying to be like you know like Dark Knight Arkham yes. Knight like, and they're like no you can't say that it's a completely different costume I'm like alright video game Batman it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah I actually saw that comment and I was just like oh come on you don't understand a good play on words guy like, like come on just leave him alone <laughs> but, but in all honesty like when I do talk about um, things like that like I'll go it's for me in my head it's the video game batman you know what i mean like it's if you saw that costume in any other variation i would go that's from the arkham knight series that's from uh, rocksteady games and blah 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 but that's just the quick for me i don't need to go too crazy with it you know what i mean again and taking it too seriously like come on you you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's that's one of the one of the downsides of being on the internet and being noticed right you're gonna you're gonna get the people that are gonna nitpick and troll a little bit like it's oh yeah it's Uh, gonna happen you know being out with uh with friends sometimes and you know somebody will write something and i'm just like yeah this is what i'm dealing with today and they'll all laugh and they're like i don't even know what that means i'm like good i'm glad you don't i do (laughs) (laughs) For better or for worse, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, consider yourself lucky. You don't know. A lot of my, I'll be honest. A lot of my friends, they have. I mean, this is something I've always enjoyed. I like, uh, you know, nerdy stuff. Uh, a lot of my friends don't. <laughs> so when they go, you know, they come over. They go, oh wow, look at all this, uh, these toys in your in your collection. That's amazing. You know, and they always are curious. They want to know more. But as soon as they walk out, they're like, so what do you want to do today? You know what I mean? So. Yeah, they they leave your hobby at your door. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's totally fine with me because it's it's you know I think for a lot of people, including me, it's like it's your own personal time. This is your space, and you can dwell in it, have fun, and then you just you can leave and go do other things. So the thing that I get that I love actually, and that I actually do love, is people come up to me, "Yo, check out what I just got," and they'll like show me a picture of something, and 
you know, it's like, oh, that's awesome. So that, you know, bringing that out of people has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, people send me stuff a lot. They go, oh, look at this. I got in the mail. And sometimes I love when people send me like really old stuff or things that I don't have, you know, and they're like, look what I got. I'm like, dang, like that's, that's a nice, nice score you got there. You know what I mean? So I enjoy thoroughly. You know, even like I think, you know, everyone's main thing today or last couple of days has been the new G.I. Joe from Hasbro. They're all getting snake eyes, but everyone kind of takes the photo in a different way. And I, it's fun. You know what I mean? And people send videos of unboxing and, you know, it's everyone gets to be who they want to be and just have fun with it. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I like to see. And the other thing that's interesting, too, with like the the flood of photos, so whether it's, you know, uh, Snake Eyes now, um, you know, Red Hulk, you know, a a couple weeks ago, it's interesting. (laughs) It's interesting to see people taking photos of that figure with other figures, right? Because like you Mm -hmm. kind of have an idea, you know, of like scale and like how they look next to other stuff. But like people have some weird shit in their collection. And when you see that figure next to something that, you know, you don't see every day, it gives you a different perspective of like, whoa, okay, awesome. So that's how that would look with that. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that's so cool about your kind of flow of Instagram stories is the way that you share those photos. It really gives you some insight into like, either a oh i've never thought to pose that thing like this or b like i need that in my collection now because yeah <laughs> i didn't know and, it existed. and sometimes i mean i'm you know from from collecting as long as i have you know a lot of times if if you're messing with a joint or or something like that and you go okay no like i i know better years and years of doing this if you push too hard on stuff, it's going to break off. Well, like for instance, the other day when I did, uh, I talked about the Rocketeer figure from Diamond Select. I was pulling on the backpack, you know, or the jetpack, and I, and I go, no, nope, that's, I mean, that's not going anywhere. And I watched somebody else's review, and they got it off, and I go, oh, that's, I'm like, good to know that it comes off. And I tried it myself, pops right back on. So it's it's helpful to really. Uh, watch other people because you you miss a lot of things as as detailed as you think you are you're gonna miss stuff no matter what and that's what's kind of fun is seeing other people and then i go like i go oh i guess i could have pulled a little bit harder you know what i mean like point of almost breaking the pack off but whatever (laughs) yeah i'm always worried about that too especially with um uh some of the mcfarlane figures so like i i just got the the scorpion because i wanted something to eventually pause uh pose with spawn when when he comes in the mail yeah so i got the the scorpion figure and i'm i was trying for the life of me to get his um his like scabbard into his belt Mm -hmm. and it just was not going in and i was like well i guess it's this is just it's not happening and then I, I went on youtube and found a video of somebody doing a review of him and showed like how very specifically you have to like notch it in and as soon as i saw the video i was like oh didn't think that it would ever have plugged in like that yeah sure enough, goes well, that in. was that's even like when opening stuff like when i opened up that um eric saw this when i opened up the jushin thunder liger storm collectibles figure his arm came off i'm like oh this just goes right back in um but like, you know, you, at first, the first time you open something, it's like, yep, this is made of glass and I yeah. need to be careful when I open it. <laughs> now, if you watched how I just like rip through elites, it's just like, how how do they come out of the package that way? And it's just yeah. like, well, they do. You know, it's this is how you open it. 
that Rocketeer and the Tron figures might be what finally gets me into those Diamond figures because those are unbelievable. Yeah, the the Rocketeer that you know they they showed that off at Comic Con last year, and I remember talking to the Diamond Select guys and going like, like that's like that's what I want to see. You know, you're all like with Marvel Legends and Star Wars and like everything else that you're used to. You know, they're going to deliver good stuff, but it's when you see like that really odd end movie, the Rocketeer, who you know not a lot of people know about. You know, even to this day, um, but. I was like a huge fan of that when I was a little kid and to have that figure, you know, I got the Funko one before this one showed up uh, just to kind of look at him in general. Cause I heard so many good things and bad things about the Funko. Um, but I like the more obscure type figures these days. You know what I mean? Like a lot of what NECA does, a lot of what McFarlane does, you know, with the, uh, with, especially with video game stuff. I don't know anything about cyberpunk 2077, but the figures look rad. You know what I mean? And that's really all, Sometimes it all really matters is maybe you don't need to know about the property itself, but if you have a really cool looking figure, who cares? You know, the Rocketeer is definitely one of those. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just, I mean, some of the, the kind of detailing that goes into the diamond stuff is unreal. Mm -hmm. The gum and, on the backpack was a awesome touch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was super and cool. It's, it's those little things like that. And, a lot of, and I was on one of those people because I was like, oh, he doesn't have his, uh, his gun, you know, but even in the movie, he has it for like a split second anyways, but it kind of completes the look. But I, I understand, you know, a lot of, you know, Disney's mandate, you know, all characters can't have guns. And I get it. But he comes with a trigger finger hand, so you could go in your action figure box pile, whatever, all the accessories. I'm sure, you know, we all have a red skull somewhere, so like that. He's got plenty of those types of guns. So, and it, it works. You know what I mean? It, as long as that that hand was there, you can make it work around those sort of limitations. And I, I like what Diamond does. So we were talking before about like you know, kind of just you know, some of the comments and things like that. Um, you've been doing this for a few years. How have you noticed the community change um, as far as collecting goes? Um. I wouldn't I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's it's changed in a in a huge difference, but I know that um just more with the flow of information and one of the things that I try to really emphasize is, you know, I, I don't um have a website and a lot of amazing toy sites do and you can go on there and you have message boards and I strive to be more like if you're driving home and you see something I post and you're like, Well Target's right off the you know off ramp right there i could go you could get every you know have the barcode or have the dpci or SKU or wherever what store you're going to and just kind of make it more accessible you know what i mean and and that is what i hope uh is helping you know just with people finding their stuff i get a lot of people saying you know thank you so much i didn't know this was coming out you know i didn't know where to pre-order this and that's also a big thing too is that you know while majority of people have been collecting toys for years and years, you do get a large number of people that, let's say, for example, like the NECA Ninja Turtles stuff, never collected like a NECA figure, don't know what the company is, yada, yada. They go, I saw these Ninja Turtles. Can you help me find them? And I go, oh, yeah. You know, Target for these, Walmart for these, you know, online, blah, blah, blah. You know, they go, oh, thank you. So hopefully just in saying not a huge change, but I guess the change in how information is shared and so readily available um that's how i hope that the uh the landscape has changed in recent years 
Yeah, I feel like like leak culture has kind of dominated the internet. You know, whether it's product leak, whether it's you know set photo leak. You know, there, there's just kind of this. Um, we we actually talked about it with uh, with Greg Gregory Titus, the the guy who does the the box art for the the Black Series figures. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know he was saying that you know it's it's like a culture of of leaking stuff and and kind of controlling that and you know it, it's some of them are intentional some of them are actual leaks and it it, it could be challenging to be reporting stuff during that time cuz you know at the same time you know we're collectors right you know we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're doing what's right by the companies that are producing the stuff that we're collecting so it's a yeah. sometimes i feel like it's a it's a dangerous line to toe it's it's something that, and, and in all honesty, um, I have I myself in in the things that I present, I have I've made it a, a priority to change a bit. In not like you know you hear stuff a lot, and you, you hear it like months in advance. But to, I guess in in a way like kind of you would say ruin it for the company. Maybe they have like a big rollout, you know what I mean? Something that they're working hard and everything else. So you have to keep that in mind. At least that's what I do from now on. You know, I can't always say I did that because I, you know, starting out, I was like, oh, this is exciting. But you get to know these people that work in uh, the industry, and, and you know, the, it's it's more for yes, you could talk about I label it as like spoilers or you know something like that. But um, you know, I always say take it with a grain of salt because you never know what can happen. What can change? Things change all the time. We see it all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, I heard this was going to come. Well, maybe. I always say, well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see what happens, especially with like uh, that new Hasbro uh, HasLab, the Sentinel, or you know whatever it's going to be, of course. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people, oh, it's this, it's this. I'm like, well, we'll just have to wait and see, especially with the landscape of the world right now. We may not see this in time. You know, we may not see a lot of things uh, in time for, for the time being. So everything's kind of on hold. <laughs> I think the other thing that you bring up, too, that's like a really good point is we've gotten to the point where everything is in so many different places that it, it is a bit difficult at times to kind of figure out what is coming out where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I mean, as you guys well aware i mean it's what is it it's only um it's almost april and how many marvel legends figures waves are out or how many uh you know different every company is nailing it like not not one company is dropping the ball it there's so much good stuff and it's continuous every week like you said last uh, let's see two weeks ago three weeks ago is red hulk now this week is like snake eyes and you know it, it's every week is like a new figure new company of what they're rolling out, but that's really fun to just, you know, th- that's, that's the figure of the week per se. Speaking of, speaking of a, a, a figure that's been, um, been causing a lot of waves, actually, you had a recent, um, very successful giveaway with McFarlane toys and their, their new, very, very highly sought after spawn figure. <laughs> I've never heard of this. What are you talking about? Spawn? <laughs> that's, that's Would that weird... be the Mortal Kombat 11 spawn? I, I couldn't tell. I have no idea. This is news to me. This is <laughs> so, so in case you missed it, um, which if you did, I'm deeply sorry. Go back and watch his, the YouTube videos because you did a great job with them, especially seeing those old spawn Thank figures. You. They're great. Um, Thank you. I immediately went on YouTube and tr- or I, on, went on eBay to try to find that clown four figure because 
it's unbelievable. The that, with like pizza box and everything, unreal. Yeah, that one. I have a I have a few other um, clown figures. They, I mean, they progressively got better. I think four is is my it's my favorite, but it's also the best one because was a clown. I think it's clown five. He's he has he's like shoeless and he he's the way he's posed. This one is just like kind of like a it's a good pre-posed clown. It works with a lot of things and he can hold stuff. So um that's why I I it was kind of hard picking which spawn figures to do cuz there's so many great ones, but I was like let's do some villains. You know, if everyone's going to have this Mortal Kombat 11 spawn, then I'm going to go back and tell him like, "Hey, if you're missing Malbolgia or Violator or Clown or Jason Wynn, something like that. Like these work with this new figure. So go back and and get them because there's no sense in waiting for them to make new ones when there's already these great ones out already. Yep. Well, so, I just remember Overkill being like the the heaviest figure of all time. Oh yeah, that and especially yeah the big one Overkill too the one that I looked at like he's massive and in my video I was telling everybody I'm like this is what you got for twenty bucks and sometimes on clearance you yeah know, it was a it was ahead of their ahead of their time so to speak and. You know, using that kind of loosely because it was a great time, especially for toys back in the day. But articulation wasn't uh, wasn't where I guess where people would necessarily want it these days. But we, you know, growing up in that kind of era, articulation to me is always second. If, if the character looks like what it's supposed to look like, that's what matters the most. And, and you know? those definitely did. And I think, um, what was it? The Eric, I think you had it where his head popped out. Yeah, the like that the. Was the the original overkill from like that yeah. first wave, he had a, a button on his back and his head would launch out like a rocket. And it was, it, it came out with like velocity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And those toys were like LJN Andre, the giant heavy, you know, like, Oh, it was like a brick. Each one was like a brick in a package. Basically it was different. And I remember, you know, seeing the, the, the clamps, the original clamshell ones weren't, I can't remember them seeing them on the store shelves, let's say like target. But it was like when they did like the, the series four or five, you start seeing more in like retail and things. And, you know, you start going like, oh, like that's a lot of stuff. I think they were a big Suncoast video thing by us. Yep. That's that's where I remember getting mine was, was Sam Suncoast Goody. video. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Most uh, Tower Records. Yeah. <laughs> the warehouse. Yeah, because none, none of the actual like toy retailers wanted to carry them because they were super violent and scary and weird. and. You know. Yeah, I remember when I was a little kid, I was with my grandmother, and I got the, the Gravedigger, and then um, like a week or two later, the Planet of the Symbiotes came out. I think if that timing is right, but uh, I remember my grandmother saying, like, why do you like all this weird, like, evil stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, it's cool. I'm like, look, this one's got its tongue out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's appealing to kids, but I don't think retailers knew exactly the the storyline behind spawn a lot of the times um i remember hearing a story even about like the animated series like fox kids if i'm not mistaken wanted to do like spawn the animated series like saturday morning and todd mcfarlane was in an interview saying like have you guys watched spawn before or i mean do you know what spawn comics are about and everything else like it just doesn't work you know like what kind of cartoon could you possibly get out of that and that's why hbo just nailed it. You know, you could do everything and anything in that format. So you could do anything on HBO. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great series. It really yeah. was. 
but how so how did that how did that uh that contest with McFarlane and and WB games how did that how did that come up um i will say that i mean it's it's nice you know talking with certain people in different companies and such and one thing uh, it's really funny to me and i'll i'll just say this loosely but uh for people that you grow up with especially in like grade school high school and stuff you know relationships matter and you never know when those are going to come up again just fyi so i will say just that in a in a mysterious way that um you know it worked out and in knowing people in that industry so um it, it went off without a hitch and i thank you to everyone who watched i mean we gave out two full platinum mortal Kombat games we gave away two signed spawn figures which was amazing like just in talking with uh, mcfarland toys like it was something you know we had kind of talked about and then it was like well let's do two of them and i was like all right and they're gonna sign it that's amazing you know what i mean so um yeah i couldn't have asked for a better thing especially now with what's going on in the world just a little bit of a break and having something fun to do i think is is very meaningful you know what i mean so and i know a lot of companies are doing giveaways now and everything else so it's it's nice that everyone's just kind of helping each other and and just having some fun as best as we can because just the world is the worst right now <laughs> well i mean right now it really is a super weird time to to literally do um anything yeah <laughs> whether whether it's it's uh you know get food or you know something so trivial trivial as go into a toy aisle and, and see if there's something in in stock um <laughs> and we've seen you know you as soon as instagram launched kind of their their stay home stay at home um sticker and platform and that that kind of whole message yeah. um we saw that you jumped in and we instantly were like that is a fantastic idea and like you know, started adopting it and, you know, trying to make it as forward as possible because it is important and, you know, it's global. This is really like in, I feel like in our generation, this is really the first kind of like global thing that is impacting everybody like this and is dangerous and people for whatever reason are not listening. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, and I, I say this in like the most humble way possible. It's like, it's something you have to learn that, you know, when you get to a certain point of saying, you know, you can influence people, quote unquote, oh, this toy came out, go buy it. Um, you learn that whatever you write uh, has impact. And, you know, for me to continue to say, yeah, like send me your store finds, like it's actively promoting people going out, you know, oh, this is okay. It's, it's not okay. This is a serious at this point. So that's why I was like, okay, no more and i you know i'm not doing this as like a popularity this is a real thing like do not go out unless you have to work or get food or essentials like something like that so i appreciate everyone who always sends me you know their store finds and stuff but i will not i mean until this is over with i can go out you know to the store i mean i'm feeling it i have target fatigue you know what i mean i'm getting the shakes <laughs> from, i i hear from you not <laughs> yeah so it's it's just my way of doing it. Like, I, if you're gonna go out, I, I mean, I'm not gonna get upset with you. It's, it's not my business. But you know, you're you know better, or at least I, I hope so. <laughs> don't go out looking for toys. Don't don't blow a bunch of money. You know what I mean? If you don't have it, this is just save your money. Just stay home, enjoy with what you have, and I'm sure a lot of us have tons of stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, I feel like if you have any sort of platform right now in any field, in any sort of social media influencing field, it's it's like almost like a duty at this point <laughs> to, yeah. to, to make sure that, you know, you are sending that message and, and making sure that, you know, even a, a small audience that listens to you comparatively is is doing the right thing. And, you know, I'm happy to say that, you know, I, I, since you've started posting stuff like that, I've seen a whole lot less, at least in our feed of people, you know, taking pictures of things in Target and Walmart and stuff like that. I don't know if you're seeing the same thing. But, no, um, I I am. Yeah. And and I'm actually glad because in all honesty, you know what I mean? It, if, if, if they're sending less, then hopefully that means that you're not going out. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's a good thing. At least till we see how this is going to go. Now we've heard, okay, two weeks. We'll give it two weeks. I think what, April 12th. Uh, I, I mean, I can't say either way on how that's going to go. But don't, you know, get your hopes up about anything. I mean, this could get incredibly worse or it could get better. But just enjoy what you have at home and, and talk to your friends and your family. I mean, I've talked to so many people on the phone, you know, and kind of it's like a break from reality in a sense. Like you can relax at home to the best of your ability and get stuff done. I mean, I've been doing yard work for like the you know, last couple of days. I go outside every day, clean the yard, you know, something just do the things. And then you come back to collecting and we'll be better than ever, you know? Well, you know, it's funny. You, you started um, you started that collect at home uh, kind of hashtag that people were hopping on. And it gave yeah. me an idea. I, I you know, my, my daughter's school is closed. I'm, I'm working from home. So my, my lunch breaks are basically, you know, just family time at this point. So yeah. I, I took her into the basement and um, grabbed one of my old bins of like just kind of random toys that I had saved. and her eyes lit up and she was she it, it was like taking her to to a toy aisle and you know oh, that's amazing breathing life back into my like original toy biz incredible hulk like the, the old old ones the you know captain america some of my old batman the animated series figures she found my um my batman returns batmobile the one where like you hit the button and it splits into three pieces oh yeah um, <laughs> so like she's loving all of these toys to the point where like her new toys that she, you know, has gotten over the past couple years, she's not playing with them. She's playing with my old stuff. And I I love the the idea of just kind of like you don't some people, you know, pack stuff away, you forget what you have and, you know, this gives you a chance to go back and and enjoy it again. So, yeah. You know, I love the message and I hope other people really are catching on to it and, you know, discovering the the weird old stuff in their collections. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. And I'm, and I'm so glad that, you know, that you guys were able to do that and she could enjoy that. You know, that, that means a lot. It's, I, I have been seeing a lot of people um, doing that very thing, you know, Oh, I went in my basement and I found this old box or I opened this thing. It's been on my shelf for years. I finally, like I opened up in a, an old invader zim figure the other day because it's been it's been sitting there and i'm like how fitting now to open up a germ fighting invader zim you know what i mean and <laughs> it's like it, it's it's it, everyone i think it does does you good to kind of just slow down it, like i said it, it, red hulk was last week spawn was the week before you know what i mean like it's important and i get to that point too there's so much stuff that back in the day you'd open something and you get to you know play with it for a bit and then you got to wait six months 
you know, for the next round of uh, Spider-Man Toy Biz figures to come out or something like that. So you have this time to enjoy them. And that's where a lot of my memories come from, too. Like, especially when I do like the old retro shows videos, if I have a, a good memory I can share or something like that, I like to do that because you had a lot of time to kind of dwell on it. Whereas today, life goes so like so fast, you know, and, and th- th- this is coming out. And now the new Spider-Man, now the Batman, and, you know, it's like everyone just like slows down just a bit just for the time being even if it's just for another month or so like at least we got this time to all kind of you know see how things were in a, in a slower capacity so so you i mean that invader zim find is a is a find and a half but um <laughs> what are are some of the kind of more bizarre weirder kind of eclectic things that you've come across as you've been finding <sighs> your old stuff you know what? I pulled out some um, ah real monster figures the other day. Yes, you nice. guys remember those? Um, I don't. I don't have them all, so I've been kind of like going on, um, you know, sites and stuff, like trying to collect them all. Um, Who was the guy that was basically just armpits and a, and legs and held his eyes? Oh, Crumb. Crumb. K R U M B B or something like that, and Ickes and Oblina, like. The line, I remember the line being, I got them at Toys R Us, and I remember I bought them because I didn't, there was no new Spider-Man figures out. I'm like, well, I got to buy something, obviously, with this gift card that I got, because you just, you find money in your hand when you're a kid, you just got to blow it. But, um, I mean, I'm glad I still have the ones that I have, and I, you know, Crumb actually, uh, his armpit smell, (laughs) which is awesome, and like, each one has like a uh it's it's gone it used to be terrible like it, when you open up i remember opening up the box and it was like they put something in there. it was like kind of like a stink or uh, i was gonna say stink or yeah. yeah so it's probably along the same thing but it's i mean i don't think i can't tell you the last time i don't think any companies really do that anymore um but it's it, each one had like a function you know what i mean like a blina kind of uh, expands and Ickes's mouth open, his eyes get all red. So they're cool toys, you know what I mean? And, and it's something that's. I mean, when was the last time anybody talked about all real monsters? You know what I mean? Like, I would like to see that come back. That was a fun, interesting show. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, off the top of my head, those were ones that I pulled out. The uh, I got a lot of weird stuff. I'm like looking around my office right now. I'm like, uh, I don't know, Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, even those are coming back. Yeah. Yeah, the um, both in the real Ghostbusters form and and those new uh, the new uh, Hasbro ones, the uh, the six inch guys. The real I Ghostbusters know, yeah. ones are awesome. Like I, I I'm considering. Oh, you're talking about the the, the Walmart re releases, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, seeing those on display, like just just being at that the Hasbro thing with the Ghostbusters setup and stuff, I was like, wow, like this is. Ghostbusters to me, like, is probably like you know, like I always tell you, like that's my go-to. Like, I'll take everything Ghostbusters. It's just that's where all my memories, you know, growing up and collecting toys and and everything else kind of starts. Um, but to see that at Toy Fair again, you're like, oh wow, this, and especially the real Ghostbusters all lined up and everything else. That's really cool. So, so I have to ask you. Um... Mm. What's what's co- what's coming from Toyshiz? Anything anything fun in the works that we should keep an eye out for? Um, well, I'll tell you, a lot of stuff is a little bit on hold, just in sense of um, like uh, any more giveaways 
for just a sec until <laughs> things go back to normal. Um, but uh, as far as what I'm doing, um, just as like a solo entity, uh, you know, I'll have tons of video. I mean, I get I work in the mornings and I work a little bit in the evenings and stuff. And in the time between, I'll find a time to do a video or I do one at night before bed or, you know, something like that. So there's a lot of time to do a lot of stuff right now. So I'd say take advantage of it. But uh, in that sense, y'all have tons more videos coming. A lot of like in the sense of like uh, collected home and stuff, like there's not a lot of new toys to be had at the moment. Like the Marvel legends, black widow stuff came out. I didn't go like, that's right around like when this whole thing started happening. I was like, I don't, don't want to go outside right now. The heck with this. Like those toys can wait. Um, but uh, you know, there's so many things in my collection that I want to go over. So if you guys have any suggestions or any toy lines, you know what I mean. Like that's what I, I like to do. I like to say, oh, you know, what do you guys want to see? And I look at YouTube a lot too because I love watching other people's videos and going like, oh, they had the same kind of experience or they like this figure and. Usually, I do a lot of toys that have never shown up on YouTube before, so that's uh, my contribution sometimes <laughs> to those one or two people that want to see that video. I would love to see more of that, more of that, uh, the our real monster stuff. Okay, all right, definitely do that. That sounds wild. <laughs> I I'll tell you what, I'll definitely do that. I got like one or two left to get, and because I'd love to do like I like doing um, full collections usually, like when it's a small because there's only there's like seven total that they ever released uh, a bunch of stuff didn't get made uh, i don't think the line did too well but they're interesting you know there's they're well sculpted they're interesting toys so i will uh, definitely put them on the list and and for those out there that that do not know where to find you which i can't imagine anybody who's listening to this doesn't know where to find you but remind <laughs> remind our listeners where can they where can they find you I make it real easy every time. It's Instagram, Facebook, what am I, YouTube, Snapchat, if I still run that. I don't know anymore. Um, no, uh, just Toyshiz, T-O-Y-S-H-I with a Z. And uh, I just thank you guys for having me on. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. You know, really appreciate it. And um, like always, we'll keep an eye on everything that you're doing and can't wait to see what comes next. Thank you. And stay safe out there. Just be healthy, all that all that jazz and hopefully uh, we can all meet up at target one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dear listener for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate and review us wherever you listen and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is game boy horror by the zombie dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.